0: Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Today, it's Labor Day, and the Padres are beginning a three-game set at home against the Red Sox. And coming right into your living room, like right into your living room, it's our host, Ben Higgins.
1: I want the viewers to see the whites in my eyes.
0: (laughs) Alongside Ben, it's a man who knows how to do up a three-day weekend, Randy Jones. Last night, you stayed up a
2: little bit later. How about I had a couple of cocktails breaking down the game? Maybe even today you know might have a lunch special somewhere
0: and rounding out the crew it's chris elo a man who hasn't been partying quite as hard as randy this labor day weekend so does remember the first two days of it but i
3: can still remember that weekend like it was just yesterday
0: Now, coming to you from the amr studio inside the western metal supply company building it's padre social hour with your hosts ben higgins randy jones and chris Ello. Happy Labor Day, Padres fans, and welcome to
1: Padres (laughs) Social Hour.
3: Who says happy Labor Day? I don't
1: know. He does. You know, off work, it's a happy day. Yeah, that part's good. I love the energy at Petco Park today. It reminds me of the All-Star. Break. I mean, when it was here and everyone was excited, this is what you sure, love.
3: Sure. Are we at Petco Park or are we at Fenway Park? Park? No, we're at well, Petco Park. There are Park. way need, too many Red Sox fans well, for my liking walking players, around here.
2: Same players were here for the All-Star Games. So you know, oh, that's here. true. All right. right.
1: The grumpy guys on the couch are Chris Ello and Randy Jones. Hello, gentlemen. How are you?
2: Fine, Ben. Fine. Uh, Happy you know Labor Day.
1: We are playing We are <laughs> playing kindly hosts <laughs> to the Red Sox <laughs> Players, coaches, and their fans for the next three days. Yes, there's going to be an influx of Red Sox Nation, and that's okay. 72
2: hours of Red Sox Nation.
1: They don't get to come around here very often. This is just their second visit ever to Petco Park. So, absolutely, why would they not want to visit the number one ranked ballpark in all of baseball? Hey, you know what? You get the opportunity to come to Petco Park. You fly out from Boston. You visit Petco Park. Welcome I like to it.
3: all of you Red Sox fans. We're so happy to have you.
1: All right. Excited for the three-game series. Excited for Monday Day Baseball. And, we've got a great studio audience here inside the Padres store for Padres Social There's hour. a
2: Padre uniform.
1: I am fired up. Are we going to count one them one Padre uniform out there? <laughs> Boy. Good job, man. Padre uniform. If you are uh, watching out there, you can always participate. This is a social show. This is an interactive medium. You just use the hashtag PadresSH. We will get to your tweets. We will read your comments, the Padres.
2: Also also coming up, we have Nick Canepa. We do.
1: We have the grades. It's Monday. I I know he's going to be. It's a holiday, so. He's going to be kind, think, right? No, no, he won't. It's going to be brutal. It he might be tough. I just, brutal.
3: I know he's going to give out an F-plus to somebody. No, I just it, don't it, know he, who. I don't even know if it's going to be an F-plus. No, he loves I f I don't know pluses. how you throw in the plus. He loves F-pluses. Okay. Well, the Padres are coming off
1: a road trip. Uh, they lost two out of three to the Dodgers over the weekend. Had a chance to take the series yesterday, but couldn't quite get it done against a rookie pitcher making his major league debut. They had a chance. They had the lead early. Yanherva Solarte put him up 2-0, then Yasiel Puig get a home run. Then they came back, took the lead 4-3, to three, and then the Dodgers rallied again. And, Chris, you were just saying it yesterday, Yasmani Grandal just – irritates you every eats time he does me. something against the Padres. Well,
3: it eats at me any time any former Padre does something against the Padres. And, and unfortunately, defi- it happens he, a lot.
2: He's definitely rubbed it in quite a bit. He has. He, he and Adrian, exactly, haven't made our day.
3: And Jed Jerko, too. Throw him in the
1: mix Ooh, this season. Please. Yeah. that's uh, You know, they're having some success. And, uh, you know, the Padres, I thought, played a decent series against the Dodgers. You know, they didn't get blown out of the water on the road they won the first game uh, they had a chance all the way through but the dodgers are a good team and they're in the middle of a pennant race so you know they they probably aren't that happy that they didn't get all three looking on the bright side they're, they, they should have <laughs> swept
3: yeah it was
2: competitive it was good
3: well right. you know look arizona won yesterday again too and i mean this is what i talked about yesterday i mean if you're a padre right now you got to have I, to me, anyway, and, and I think you'd agree, Randy. I mean, you've got to have a little pride right now. I mean, you're a couple of games out of, out of being in last – you're in last place. And you're a couple of games from being out of last place. I, I, you know, I want to finish strong the last three weeks. Yeah. I, I don't care about a draft pick, and I know people say that. Well, let's finish as bad as we can so we get a higher pick. I don't want to finish in last place. I have I would have that pride right now and I would hope the Padres have the same thing trying to get out of the cellar here.
2: Well in the old days, you know, we call you would call it a salary drive about this time of year. You're not gonna win anything. You're not gonna play in October. So you salary drive. Hey, play really
1: good. All right, let's talk you about might make a couple let, let's talk more. about one of the guys who's either salary driving or driving for a spot on the team next season or possibly driving as a trade chip for the Padres, and that is Jan Haravas Salarte. I had the two-run home run yesterday, his 15th of the season. That is a new career high for Jan Harvis. And, by the way, remember, he's been on the disabled list. So that's 15 home runs and I think, what, 94 games? He hasn't even played a full season. He's quietly having a very good year for the Padres. So my question to throw out to both of you is, what is his future with the Padres organization? Has he become a mainstay? Uh, is he? Are we still waiting for the next better third baseman to come along? Is he going to be a trade chip for A.J. Preller in the offseason? What is the future of Jan Hervis Solarte? And it
2: depends. You know, like, uh, my first thought is who's pushing pushing anybody at third base? Who is that guy that we have earmarked to take that spot? And, and, and no names come to, right
1: to the top of my to head. mind. But should it, there be? I mean, you know, hasn't well, Jan I mean, done enough to say, maybe we should just make this guy our – our third baseman. Would for the Would you next like four or him as your
3: third baseman if you were pitching?
2: No, I wouldn't have. Defensively, a prob- I, I wouldn't have a problem. Defensively, I
3: think he's improved, yes. obviously, but he had nowhere to go but up. My thing with Solarte is, I think he's a good complementary player on a good team. I don't think he's a number four hitter that can help make you a good team. And, and right now, that's kind of what he is because Padres agree. don't have enough talent around him. So. I'm not in a hurry to get rid of him. I I think he'd be part of this team going forward, and hopefully in a couple of years this team has enough talent around him to where he bats seventh or, you know what I'm saying, or second, something like that, and contributes to a good team because I think he's a good player.
2: I don't see him getting a two- or three-year deal in my mind. You know, year to year, and he's going to compete for that job. But he's right now for 2017, he's your third baseman.
1: I do think there's sometimes a danger, though of always looking out there for what's better and failing to see what's right in front of your face that's pretty good. And I think, Chris, I, I agree with your analysis. You, know, you probably don't want him as your cleanup hitter you know, for a good team. But a seven hitter, a two hitter, he's a switch hitter. His defense has gotten better. He hits for some power. You know, he hits for close to a 300 and average. He brings a lot
2: of energy to the clubhouse and the ballpark. You know, and he does that you know day in and day out. Uh, and you guys are
3: going to give him the buy on uh, not running out the pop up yesterday. Yeah, I, I don't ever like to give a buy for that. I mean, that's that, that's something that disturbs me greatly. But uh, Andy Green kind of gave him a buy afterwards <laughs> and said he, yeah, it's late in the year. If you missed it,
1: it. Uh, situation later in the game, popped up to left field down the line, kind of one of those. Is it foul? Is it going to be caught? Actually, neither. It landed fair. And for a single instead when you know, of probably should have been on second, he ended up on first. Now, that being said, you had a situation in the ninth inning when you're down three runs and Hector Sanchez hits one off the wall and tries to turn it into a double and gets thrown out of second base when his run doesn't mean anything. Uh, you know, you've got to get three runs in that situation. Why are you trying fan wow. testing the guy's arm in the outfield and, and getting
3: thrown out? Is You're your, your first base coach, I mean, can we, can we lay a little of that on a first base coach? Say, I, or is I don't that, think is so. Is that his own? I don't think so either. I think, yeah. you know, you get around first and it's your play. The play is right in front of you. You have to know you can make second or you just can't try I it.
2: Think, I think Hector just knew he hit the ball way too well. It had to be a double.
3: Yeah, That's right. You didn't want to you settle know, for it, but he, he, it you should have stayed.
2: You know, and, and he's not exactly a speedster in my opinion. And credit
1: Jack Peterson out there. He played it very well off the wall and knew that with a slower runner, if he gets it back in quickly.
3: Oh, man, but I mean, you're out by even, like yeah. seven feet It there. wasn't even close. was well, embarrassing.
1: you got to remember Hector
2: halfway to second base knew he made a mistake. Okay? But too well, late then now. turn around and go back. With yeah, that momentum, you ain't stopping <laughs> that big loaf <golf laughs> no. of toast. Man. It's like
3: one of those runaway truck trails going <laughs> <that laughs> yeah. down the Keep hill. Keep going, baby. <laughs> Steve Grade. <Yeah. laughs> you know, we've talked about this because <laughs> the people find, you know, the last couple of months with the younger team and the younger lineup, and, and all the running and that the Padres have been doing and, quote, putting the pressure on the other defenses by taking the extra base, and everybody likes that. We all like that, but there are, and, and when you do that, you're going to get thrown out on the bases once in a while. I can live with that. What I cannot live with is what Ben pointed out, and that's basically dumb baseball, where we need the runner on to bring the tying run to the plate. You have to be... I don't give you a pass because you're a young player. You still need to know the situation. Hey, wait, we need two guys on before we can get the time so, out of the plate. I can't take any chances so on the So rookie mistakes
2: here. shouldn't be tolerated.
3: Yes, but in certain instances, you make a mistake because well. you're trying to make a play. In certain instances, you shouldn't be trying to make a play is what I'm pointing to. In
2: other words, the wrong guy is trying to be aggressive.
3: Isn't this
1: what the Dodgers have been dealing with with Yasiel Puig? Uh, pretty much his entire career, he's got an immense amount of talent, but makes a lot of boneheaded plays out on the field. Doesn't seem to be on the same page as the rest of the teammates. Gets sent down to Oklahoma City. Comes up, he, he looked good in the well, last series it's against It's going to be interesting
2: race. to watch him the last month of the season.
1: Well, I mean, it's one or the other. He's either going to go on a tear and help the Dodgers on a great run through the playoffs, or he's going to be the catalyst that causes that team to absolutely implode. Down the stretch, you got to think it's yeah. one or the other.
2: It's got to be one or the other, or you mean, does he make the 25-man roster when the dust clears at the end of True, September? True. Yeah, he
1: hasn't made it yet. That's correct. Tough, tough choices for uh, Dave Roberts if and the people uh, front keep hanging, there. hanging
3: curveballs to him on the inside part of the plate. He'll make the 25-man roster. We only have the, we <laughs> have the only pitching
2: staff that really does that really well. Those we really did. Basketball. I mean, he just laid that and
1: in there, there nice good. for him. Getting back to Salarte for a second, one thing he does fairly well that the rest of the Padres lineup other than Will Myers really doesn't, is hit for average. You don't have a lot of average hitters. In fact, the Padres have the number 30 batting average as a team in Major League Baseball. Well, they have a lot of average hitters already. Right, Any then. idea who the number one batting average team in baseball is? Number one batting average team in baseball, Oh, uh, the Red Sox? Yeah, Boston the Red Sox. Sox. I, I caught that. Are in town. Now, my question, though, is how much does that matter in modern baseball? We've been kind of taught by the new sabermetric analyst, that batting average is kind of a misleading stat. It helps you in as much as it helps your on-base percentage go up, but a guy with a 230 batting average but a 350 on-base percentage is more valuable if he hits for power especially, and I'm talking about you, Ryan Schimp, than a guy who hits 280 but only gets on, you know, at a 300 on-base percentage. Yeah,
2: good, good point. Runs scored, too. You talk about that, but, yeah, I think wins and losses and batting average are – Kind of going by the wayside.
3: Wins and losses for pitchers, you mean?
2: Starting pitchers. For especially. starting pitchers? You yeah. know,
3: I, I, I just remember, and I think you do too, I mean, the batting title used to be a big deal. Big deal. It used to be something we followed in September. Who's, okay, I'll ask you, either of you, who leads the National League in batting right now? No idea. No idea. I think it's DJ LeMayu, but I'm just saying when I was no one up, cares
1: even who wins the true. batting title and, anymore. But when I was growing up, and this is now was, Tony I was a Tony area. Quinn fan, I followed religiously every morning. Where is he? Where is Will Clark? I compare yeah. him to yeah. Wade Boggs in in It the was American a big, It league. was yeah. a big deal. It then. was, it was as a an deal
3: back then, and now... You don't even really
1: think well, about the band the, until the season's over. and you're the like. one oh, thing that's know. nice
3: is if DJ LeMay wins it or whoever wins it in the National League this year, they're now going to get the Tony Gwynn Award for that's winning right. it. So I like that part of I it. I do too.
1: i uh, got a first tweet in here from Jellyman uh, talking about Jan Jerevis. Solarte, valuable off the bench, utility infielder slash switch hits, if there's no one better, serviceable at third every day. So he sees – Jan Harvis basically is your kind of utility I guy got, I don't, in don't, the future. We have
2: got a lot of utility guys. He, he'd, be, he, he I mean, he'd step be a great, up and be third base. He'd be
1: a great utility guy. And I've got to imagine that when the Yankees look back at that trade, Chase Headley for Jan Harvis Delarte, they can't be too happy no, with that the production they've gotten.
3: That worked out well for the Padres. Randy's right. You can't win a championship with a bunch of utility guys. Yeah. You've got to have some studs in the lineup. Studs, everyday players. And, then, and that makes your utility guys. So would be a better hitter if you surround
2: him with better hitters. Absolutely. No doubt. Like Myers, the same thing. I, you know, like you know, right after the All-Star break, I'm not pitching a Will. He's not going to beat me if I'm pitching against the Padres. And he
3: hasn't you. beaten anybody. <laughs> All right, we are underway
1: then. on Labor Day. Like I said, good energy throughout Petco Park for a little Labor Day baseball. Because everyone's enjoying a happy Labor Day. Edwin Jackson against Drew Pomerantz. Old friend alert on the mound. Ask Randy about how the Padres are going to match up against Drew Pomeranz today in just a moment. First, though, join the Padres for the final beer fest of the season presented by Southwest Airlines this Friday, September 9th. Be at Petco Park for happy hours starting at 5 p.m. and enjoy live music and $5 beers from San Diego's best breweries. Get tickets at Padres.com party. The party inside the park with the Padres Social Hour continues next. We'll be right back.
0: Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour.
1: We are live on a Monday with Padres Social Hour on Did the channel. Did you couch. get my card? Uh, your card. My what? card.
4: No. What like,
1: card? Happy
3: Day? Labor Day card oh, I, course, I sent. Yeah. You get a picture of your little dog. And <laughs> I don't know what you would, On there. I mean, you know, this whole happy, happy. Labor Day Theme.
1: On the couch is Chris Zello and Randy Jones. I'm Ben Higgins. Uh, before we uh, move on, and we're going to get to Nick Canepa's report cards in just a, a second uh, and talk about today's matchup as well, I want to go back to one play in yesterday's game against the Dodgers. It was that Grandall home run. We've seen it before, but it was kind of an interesting one in the corner for Alex Dickerson because with that low wall at Dodger Stadium, he had a chance to catch this, reaches in. Oh! It doesn't look great for Alex Dickerson live. But when you see the second replay kind of slowly going in, you realize oh. that he runs right into a fan right there where he could have caught the ball had the fan not been standing there. That is now, true. that's actually a good play by the fan, though, right?
3: Well, Anytime opinion, the ball's beyond the, the fence, that's – o- It's open territory. It's open territory for the fans. Exactly. So th- yeah, that's a bad break for Dickerson, but the only way – the Padres can have any complaint there. You've got to knock
2: that guy down and catch him. Well, That's Andy, right.
3: That's the, the idea. You've got to just push him out of the way and make the catch. Andy Green said he maybe should have reviewed
1: it. He, he thought later he wouldn't have won the challenge. He wouldn't have. And no, I don't man. think he would have, but no. it kind of begs the question about fans knowing the rules. If you're sitting along the railing at Petco Park here, and you're a Padres fan, I think – it's important that you know the rules. You can't reach over That's right. and interfere, or they're going to call an automatic out, and you don't want that. But if a – Well, wait a
3: second. you y- If you reach over and your name is Steve Bartman, they don't call an automatic out? Okay,
1: but let's – Because let's I know he did way. that
3: in Chicago, and they didn't call any automatic no. out on that one. If,
1: if an opposing fielder is coming down the line – and there's the Bartman play – Blooper's ready Atta for boy everything. Blooper. Boy blooper. If an opposing fielder, though, is coming down the line to try to make a play, reaching into the stands, you have the right-of-way. So you should be trying to jump and knock it away from him if he's there. If a Padre, obviously, is coming there, back away, give him all the room possible and catch him if he's going to well, fall here's another into thing. the if, stands.
3: If there's a runner at first base and there's you know one, two, it doesn't matter how many outs, runner at first base for the other team, and somebody hits a ground ball down into the corner, fair ball, Somebody in that front row has got to reach over the railing and grab and touch that ball to make sure it stays a, a ground rule a double. Well, I can't advocate that because that will get you kicked
1: out of the ballpark. Interfering. You just with, uh, put
3: runners at second <laughs> and third and saved the run. Take one for the team. You're not supposed to interfere with balls. Take ahead. one for the team.
2: I had no idea sitting around, you know. Near the, you know, in the stands could be this complicated, gentlemen. Well, <laughs> exactly. You've got to know the I mean, that poor guy in left field, what do you want him to do? He did great. I mean, the he, ball's right at him. Assuming, you know, he, was a him dod- assuming he was a Dodger I fan, mean, he, he did the lean, right thing. He didn't lean one way or the other. Just, no, it was – It hit him. You know, that
3: was uh, clearly the fan's ball. Yeah, it, he it, did the know, right I thing. He's, Kowski, he's a Dodger fan. I blame if Dickerson. if Dickerson would have caught that, it would have been a, I'm you know, highlight catch. a ball.
1: That's all. Travis Jankowski made a highlight catch early in the game as well, too. Love seeing – I mean, he went from – Like left center field to the wall in right center field to Rob Adrian Gonzalez, uh, who I thought he thought he had had this one for a double for sure. He's not even in the picture until the last second and he comes and makes the catch. Great catch. Love that play. That's great. Love that play yesterday. You trading
3: John Jay? Just trade him and then just give what? that job no. to Jankowski? No.
1: Well? You'd have to re-sign him. He's, uh, his contract is expired, although the Padres have expressed some willingness to have John Jay back. as I thought
3: John Jay did a good job, but, I mean, I like this younger guy better.
2: I do, too. Yeah, I but don't I, think. I, it's not what we want to keep John Jay. I mean, a veteran-type guy plays the game right with all the young talents that you have. developing. he going to play? He doesn't have to play every day. Okay. I'm just saying.
3: I mean, they're both left-handed hitters. You can't platoon them.
1: He had his uh, second start rehab assignment uh, last night in Lake Elsinore. 0 for 3 with a walk and a run scored. The way we, the uh, way we go through players, are you serious? <laughs> Get, keep uh, as many as you can. No, That's a good would point. Think. Okay. No. But uh, he could be back you know, sometime this series. Uh, yeah, they're, a, talking, f- they're talking about maybe yeah. Yeah, Maybe by Thursday. Yeah, there's, there's a 40-man back back. roster spot for him after Alexi Ramirez was uh, released yesterday. So, As soon as he's ready, he can be activated off the 60-day disabled list and rejoin the Padres for this last month of the season. So good to good to get John Jay back. He's received very high marks for leadership, how he deals with the young players in the clubhouse. And if you're going to have a young team, which the Padres clearly are, you have to have at least a couple of veterans who know what they're doing in a clubhouse to you know set the tone for a season and offer some guidance. Right? I think there'd
2: be a lot of value to that. I think John Jay's a real candidate for that. It's up to his willingness. You know, or does he want to play every day? Go to another ball club, sign with him, and continue his career like that? I think here, if he was to accept that, he's accepting a unique world. I
3: would think he'd like to go somewhere else. I don't think this is a spot for I, him. Padres know. are loaded with young outfielders, and I, John Jay is not going to get a lot of playing time that if is, he stays. But, but here,
2: he, he, he's got to accept that. Or he,
3: well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he will accept that. I, I think define. he'd rather go somewhere and try to play.
2: All we got to do is wait and see. By the
3: way, how many offers do you think Alexei Ramirez is weighing today? Not many would be my guess. <laughs> 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 two. Since, Since he, he got released, under, you, think, you think he's thumbing <laughs> mean, through six I or mean, seven no, offers no, right I'm, now? Andy I'm, Green did I'm,
1: say, yeah, we wanted to let him go out and see what else is out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My guess is a couple I'd of weeks probably off. Not well, my, my, out my, there, my two are for Bowl,
2: okay. Okay. Oh, winter ball. Exactly
1: teams? Teams. Okay. Venezuelan
3: winter ball teams. All
1: talking right. We've seen a few players coming and going this season. Maybe the best of them, though, was the all-star pitcher, from the first half of the season, Drew Pomeranz, and he will be on the mound for the Boston Red Sox today, making his return to Petco Park. Uh, he's 10-10, and 10, still has a 3 ERA this season, so it's been a very good year for Drew Pomeranz. Now he gets to face his old team. And, Randy, I want to ask you about the matchup today because we just saw a couple days ago Rich Hill, a good curveballing left-hander for the Dodgers, really give the Padres fits oh just my. one hit. And, you know, Drew Pomeranz to me is kind of cut out of a similar mold is that going to be trouble for the Padres this afternoon yes
2: if he's he's spotting that curveball throwing it for strikes we are in trouble Uh, I don't have a problem putting you know two or three left-handers in there against Pomerantz I get that you know I understand well
3: because they didn't put any in against Rich Hill they went all right-handed and and it didn't work and so I'm I'm glad to see that Andy Green is is letting a couple of left-handed bats stay in the lineup today but you're right if 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 Pomeranz makes his pitches. Oh. Those lefties well, are not going to have it, much it of a throws chance. Throws a lot of
2: curveball, but he's throwing that breaking ball for a strike. You know, you know much better that makes that fastball. You know, it, it adds seven eight miles an hour to that. You can't look for one and hit the other if he's throwing it for
1: strike. Is it an advantage that you know he they were teammates with these guys that they saw him in spring training? I mean, they didn't really face him much. You don't I, face your teammates. I would, other I would than you know a couple drew, of Drew mock games and coming spring back
2: training. here as well as he pitched in this ballpark. That's a positive in his own mind. But, I mean, uh, you see your, the opposing team and lock it in and concentrate, I think that would be the real challenge for Drew Pomerantz to get comfortable on the mound like he has to, to, to be effective. That's I think the, problem,
3: the, the other problem the Padres have is if you just look at these two teams, the Red Sox are a little better, better team. Yeah, well,
2: and they, and they know Jackson as well. I mean, they've seen plenty of him, I think, to the Red Sox. So it's not like we've got a secret weapon on the mound on our side. I might
3: either. pick Pomerantz for my player of the game today. Oh, we can't do. You can't do that. We can't pick somebody from no. the other team. <laughs> oh. No, <laughs> even a former Bob right? I Like your attitude. Yeah, yeah I, I, know I've picked him before. And, Why can't I pick him now? There,
1: there, are certain times you're absolutely right, man. Yeah. All right, get out uh, the red correcting marker. Oh. Teacher is about. Oh. To, These grades are to take going his to his spot. Be, this will be bad. Nick Canepa with his weekly oh. grades, offense, defense, pitching, and coaching. That is coming up next. I'm a little nervous, I must say. I'm not. Waiting for the tents to come back. Don't be nervous for the coaching
3: because he loves the coaching. Yeah. They could go 0-12 and and he would still. Last
1: week he gave a D to the coaching.
3: I don't think he soured so. oh, yeah, on the he coaching. He? Yeah. Yes.
1: yeah, he wasn't happy. So. Soured on the coaching, oh, yeah. so we'll see All if right. that holds today. Okay. Uh, first, though, join the Padres in celebrating the 80th anniversary of the Pacific All Coast right. League Padres this Wednesday, September 7th, when the Padres oh, take dude. on the Red Sox. Purchase a special theme game ticket package and receive a limited edition PCL throwback jersey. Tickets at Padres.com/slash-theme-games, and we'll be back with Nick's grades on Padres Social
0: Hour. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park.
1: All right, presto changeo on Padres Social Hour. I wave binge. the magic wand yeah. and Chris Ello becomes the da- Union da-da-da. Tribune's Nick Canepa, who joins us for the grades. I see the... Uh, Tweets coming in with the hashtag, by the way, Padres SH, and we will get to more of those yeah. as we get, go on. Do any of them
2: say happy birthday, Nick? They don't, is it? Yes.
1: Happy, happy birthday, birthday, birthday. Nick job.
4: Canapa.
2: Made it to the big 7 Congratulations! I'm shocked too. John Did we get
1: I'm a really, cake blooper I'm really or a
4: blooper? shocked, too. Miracle of science, a shock. It's way beyond a shock. This is <laughs> this is supposed to be bloopers.
3: I didn't know. I would cake have got. I would have got cake. a candle. man. We
4: sorry.
1: could have burned down the entire cover. ballpark with 70 candles. It would have been just a giant bonfire. Yeah, we could have watched him hyperventilate <laughs> trying to blow them all out. All right, you ready to get onto the Cholula hot seat to uh, give out your <laughs> weekly grades for the San Diego Padres? They were pretty tough last week. I mean, week. I
4: could do these. All right, coming they're, they're, off.
1: They're, they're, Tougher this week. All right, uh, took two out of three, and then uh, losing two out of three this past week, right? Or no, were they swept, swept by the Braves? Swept the by, by, the by the Braves. start the road trip. Swept by the Braves. Yeah. and then lost two out of three. So swept a one in, by maybe okay. the
4: worst team in this baseball.
1: This is going to be bad. Then go ahead, Nick. Let's start with your grade <laughs> um, on offense. F. F. Gosh. Shocker. Excellent one win. Swept by what? the Braves.
4: What? Which world? what? Why an F? <laughs> Because it doesn't go lower than that. Oh, <laughs> uh,
2: you can't give an incomplete. They struck
4: out 37 times in the last three games. They struck out 95 times on the I trip.
2: I knew you were going to say that, Mike.
4: Now, come on. Like Dick Enberg said yesterday, if you don't put the ball in play, you don't have much chance to win.
2: Yeah, I didn't see Cy Young on the mound in Atlanta, did you? No. I didn't either.
4: No, that's, that's no. a horrible series, man. That is a bad series. A lot of strikeouts.
1: Strikeouts have been a problem all season long. I mean, long. when
4: you can't I'm... hit for power... You better make contact. You better make contact. And use your speed
1: if you you, uh, you know, and the Padres have hit for more power this season than we've seen in recent years for sure. I mean, adding guys like Schimpf uh, who have hit for power, Myers certainly hits for power, they get in the home runs, but when they don't come and you get the strikeouts, it can get ugly kind of quickly.
2: Are we seeing y- y- young, uh, young players that we have playing in the big leagues? You know, is this fatigue setting in, physical, mental fatigue? I don't know. Get you played games, baseball. When you were 20 old.
4: years old, were you tired?
2: Never. I, Never. Go I forever. Mean, I,
4: Myers has been aw- – I mean, Myers should be sitting. Myers is awful right now. He's just got nothing. He's got a slow bat. I mean, it's
1: – he's got nothing. This is the first time he's really played an entire That's, season. Yeah, I
2: mean, but, uh, honestly, it, it is the fatigue. At least all in three swings, years. You know, all the bats, a lot of these kids, is more baseball than I think they've ever played. And I think it's kinda of taking its toll a little bit.
1: Would it be different though if they were right in the middle of a pennant race? You know, the adrenaline of every day, well,
4: you know, it should, should that they... make a difference though? Should you have to be in a pennant race to play hard every day? I don't think so. It would help. It doesn't hurt, but is that what it's all about? You gotta be playing for something? None of these guys are playing for contracts. They don't have, all of them got about 10 years left on what they're doing. No, no, now, no, no,
2: now, Nick. now, Nick, come on.
4: No, this well, is you, bad. Way, this I'll, is really
2: bad. I, I, will, I will say it again. You probably hear it for the, the, last, the last month of this season. Here you've got a bunch of young kids with the opportunity, you know, chasing your dream, you're here. You're in the big leagues. Make an impact so somebody will take a look at you next spring. And I'll, I'll be blunt, there's not too many guys stepping up and doing that for me. No. Especially on the mound. And that's what disappoints me, I think, the most. I mean, you think, well, these dark days, they're a little tired. I mean, that you've been wanting to do this all your life. Get your butt out there and play this game
1: right. All right, before we get to the pitching, let's get to the defensive grade. And then we'll get to, to Randy's pitching. Defense
4: got an F-plus. Chris grade.
1: F plus. Where was the plus from? Jankowski's catch? Yeah, yesterday? I think
4: Jankowski's catch probably bought it up <laughs> a little and and probably the kid in the outfield didn't catch the ball, you know. But it's just not a good defensive baseball team, period. I mean it's
1: just not. So. How about the infield?
4: Yeah, that's Well, that's Sardinius
1: hasn't been quite as good as advertised. I mean, there's times I,
4: when he really looks like the guy. Yeah, but
2: then he'll nonchalant yeah, one or something exact, in the wrong time. Exactly. In, in, in surprise you I mean, he really that?
4: looks like a shortstop, which they haven't had. No. Right? Just can't, you, you can't go through the motions every I, once in a while. Yeah, where's that intensity?
1: All right, so far uh, we're not passing this class. Oh, I mean, hey, that's we're going to have to repeat the course Did you, with if Professor you, If Canapra. you
2: were watching games last week. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I could have predicted these.
1: All right, uh, <laughs> pitching. <laughs> pitching? Pitching, uh, uh,
4: they got a, a Chris Ello grade, an F-plus, because Richard pitched well, I thought. Yeah, great. And, I mean, the bullpen's just so scatterbrained. I mean, one day they're good, and then the next day, I mean, I don't know what to make of it. I mean, it's just – how do you give grades I'd, to these people? F-plus,
2: give them an F. When in doubt – when in doubt, flunk him. Yeah.
1: One, one good performance from the starting rotation. You know who uh, should up that grade, though, a little bit? Brad Hand. Yeah, Brad who, Hand is pitching. Oh, back. Brad uh, Hand
2: has been doing it all year. 94 quietly. strikeouts.
1: And I am constantly amazed that the Miami Marlins just let this guy get away. They waived him early in the season. The Padres picked him up probably like two weeks into the year.
3: Uh, nuts! This guy's been terrific. He's, I he, mean,
1: he's if, against left-handers. He's that, he's almost impossible. Better,
2: veteran guy, you need out of the it's bullpen, a, and he stepped up and done a good a crazy job. Crazy game, baseball. It sure is.
1: You just never know where you're going to find that diamond that exactly. was garbage from another team turns into the crown jewel of the bullpen for the Padres uh, this season. And you know they're talking about Brad Hand's interested in going back to the starting rotation. He started in the past. How intrigued? Are you Randy by the possibility of Brad Hand starting pitcher next season?
2: Uh, not much.
1: You want to? He's working in the bullpen. Don't. I don't fix don't stuff that ain't
2: broke. Uh, I mean, from his repertoire, um, he's got to make a few adjustments. He wants to start, and I really like what he's done. He's got real value where he's at.
4: I agree. I think if you're, especially with this team, if you're g- really good at what you're doing, why mess with it? Ooh. You know, it's the old. Isn't broke, ain't broke, don't fix it thing, you know. What I, I mean?
2: maybe maybe he watched Drew Pomerantz and what he did, you know, c- becoming a starter, and he's inspired again. But I, you know, right now I I, I would think I'd leave him right where he's at and then try to lengthen him out in spring training, you know, uh, once again. You, I talk about lengthening these guys out at six innings.
4: He could have. He can He can be a starter next year when when Andy goes to his twelve man rotation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're Once good. every two weeks. <laughs> nah.
1: All right, I think I'm finally understanding Nick. Though we had the uh, F, the F plus, and the F plus, so I think I know what's coming with the coaching grade. Go ahead, clean sweep it, Nicky. What do you got? Okay, Andy Green got an A this week. A <laughs> for not resigning. <laughs>
4: I gave him an A because he didn't resign. Be,
1: I knew there had to be a catch. Got to hand it to the guy.
2: <laughs> well, it's your birthday, so you do what you want, kid. All right,
4: an A for just not really. Up did you on these see guys. any major managerial blunders this week?
2: <laughs> no, I don't. I, mean. I don't remember one situation where there could have been a blunder. <laughs> okay, to be honest with you,
1: I saw. Um, you know what I saw? I saw a, an offense, a defense, and a pitching staff that all got Fs. Though, is he not the manager of that team anymore? Yeah, he is,
4: <laughs> but he can only put out there what he's got.
2: He, that's true. And he, tr- he tried some lineups to try to shake it up here and there. And I, it's it, just it, not working, man. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's, happening. And you know, like when what he said, I think you know, know, I think he's as surprised as I am that some of these younger players haven't stepped up and played the game with a little more intensity and done a better job. I'm a little bit surprised. Ben, Ben,
4: it's the chicken salad thing, man. Whoa! Mm -hmm. All
1: right, before we let you go, Nick, we got some tweets from the ghosts. You got both the ghosts here. Uh, First, the ghost of Booze Bear. Uh, We should have known S.D.U.T. Canapa was a Virgo. Happy 70th. Good sir, what uh, you're a Virgo, so what are the qualities I, I just, of a good Virgo?
4: You, you never have sex. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll take a time out here. I think, <laughs> I, I think you kind of. What I else could a Virgo
1: that? do? Uh, exactly, and then uh, the other ghost ghost of <laughs> Ray Croc says uh, Nick Canova didn't look like he appreciated the burn down the whole ballpark joke. So, no, uh, seventy candles just torch the place. Yeah, I,
4: I'd never I'd never have enough wind to blow those uh, things out. Tell I me haven't. about
1: it.
3: I got party I hats that. and noisemakers. There you go. So. Blooper has recovered yeah. from there his lack go. of a
0: cake
1: to bring the party to Loopers Petco is Park. clutch, man. Happy yeah. birthday, Nick. I Thank know you enjoy it. that cut. You wouldn't have wanted like to spend it anywhere else <laughs> but on the Cholula hot seat. Good job. It's Thank the, you. It's Way the best to come place through with some
2: grades. To
1: spend your birthday.
2: <laughs> Three F's and an A.
1: All right. Uncapped oh. real flavor with Cholula hot sauce. The hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. We'll get let Nick go celebrate his birthday somewhere else. We'll bring Chris Ello back in. I want to talk about Red Sox fans because I'm, I, I hear there's a few of them here today when we come back on Padres Social Hour.
0: From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. Our thanks
1: again to the birthday boy, Nick Canepo, the big seven oh 0 coming in and giving his harsh grades out. Chris Ello has uh, donned the party hat <laughs> and has the noisemaker yeah. for Nick. Noise it's the maker. birthday seat right here. Yeah. It's the birthday he's seat. He's just doing that to annoy you now, Randy. Just he's right totally in the And he's, he's doing a good right. job. <laughs> he's doing he, a good the job. The thing doesn't even work. I mean. All it right. worked so, fine. I hear you. We can't beat around the bush here. There's going to be some Red Sox <laughs> fans at Petco Park the next three days. Quite a few of them. Uh, if you look around, you're well, going to nothing
2: like the Cubs series.
1: It, well, I don't know. They travel pretty well. Are you
2: kidding me? You're going to be facetious. It's going to be just like the. it's going to
1: be just like the Cubs series. Now, the Red Sox fan nation used to be kind of like Cubs fan nation, beleaguered. Their team hadn't won in decades and decades, and you kind of felt a little sorry for Red Sox fans. They had the Buckner whole thing. It was like, oh, that must be tough to root for the Red Sox. That obviously has completely changed starting with uh, a 2004, three World Series championships and now I think Red Sox fans are, are viewed quite a bit differently than they were 15 years ago, right?
3: They used to be lovable. Now they're annoying. Exactly. That's very. Sa- is that what you were after Is exactly that what, you were after what there? Going well, after. you're after? You're after somebody to say that they used to be lovable, but now they're annoying. Yes. They Chris annoying knows now. the dynamic. I yeah. Yeah. always let him say. <laughs> he three let me things. say all the negative I, I stuff. I set it all up for him. Right. Okay. But, but, but they are annoying now because they won a few titles. They think they're the. Right. They run the whole baseball world it's now. A great the Red point, Sox. you know. Uh,
2: Greg, my son-in-law, from Boston, big Red Sox fan. Right. Annoying. 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 Okay. Yeah. So he comes to a game and I I'll leave him tickets, but I said you were one thing Boston.
1: No deal. Yeah, you know, they got the You're Patriots winning Super Bowls, mm-hmm. the Bruins
3: and, and still people from Boston complain about you know how unlucky they are. And their sports I mean the Celtics have won countless championships. The Bruins won a Stanley Cup a few years ago. Boston has won plenty of titles, yet when they get knocked out in the playoffs this year, all the Red Sox fans will be crying in their, you know, chowder as usual. Chowder. Well,
2: I'll say yeah. one thing. It's a good ball club. Well, my, my
3: point here,
1: gentlemen, is not to complain about the Red Sox nation. It is to ask the question, when the Padres eventually win the World Series, <laughs> what kind of Padres fans... Will we all be? Be obnoxious. Will we be obnoxious, too? You is that bet. is that inevitable? And you,
2: and you earned every ounce of it. Right. How yep. many years you waited? Be obnoxious. I, you guys. know, I'm looking forward
1: to that day. I'm going to revel I in want, my obnoxiousness yeah. for mean, at least a few years. I'm even going to be obnoxious. Even Randy is going to be obnoxious. I'm going to be obnoxious.
3: You're sure you're going to see it?
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. If I have to live to be 120, I'm going to see the Padres win the World Series. You're going to have to. Okay. Right? I'm not going to. It's, like, it's going to be. Hey, come on. Let's
3: be optimistic. I I think we've given people a little bit of a glimpse of what kind of fans we have here during our World Series appearances and when the Chargers made the Super Bowl. I mean, this town gets pretty electric.
2: They can get very electric. And
3: it really does. So, you know, it hasn't happened often enough. We've never won. We don't know that dynamic of what kind
1: of winners we'll be. We'll we'll celebrate a little crazy. We're great supporters. I remember in 1984... When the Padres won the National League pennant, I distinctly remember uh, I was down in Mission Bay and just the horns honking around town. You just every few seconds beep. You just hear the horns of people celebrating. It was just such joy for the entire city to oh. get behind the Padres. They jump on that and bandwagon, that team. and it's nothing better. Oh, nothing it was, better. It was amazing. you gotta, but,
2: you got to give them something to jump on but the bandwagon. We've
1: never, about. even in San Diego, even gotten that close. I mean, the two times the Padres got to the World Series, they've only won one game in those two World Series. They perhaps
3: the, played the best two teams of the last 50 years, too. <laughs> and when the Chargers got to the Super Bowl, sad, man. The, Tigers the Tigers were 35-5 five five that year. And the Yankees won 114 games the year they played the Padres. Yeah. yeah, and when the Chargers went to the Super Bowl, they played an all-timer,
1: fairly 49er decent 49 They were behind, team. well yeah. behind early. We've never even felt like, oh, we were so close to that one and it got ripped away. No. no. So I'm looking forward to the day when the,
3: they have a real legitimate shot at it. Ben, you know, I've said it on. I don't know how many times. I mean, I want a parade. I want one real parade in my lifetime, and I I think it would be a hell of a parade if we have it, when we have it. I'll I'll go with you. I'll say when we have
2: it. When we have it.
3: Yeah.
1: And then we can be obnoxious like Fanny for a couple of years. But I I think Yes,
3: you know what? That's right. We'll understand the Red Sox fans' obnoxiousness because we'll we'll have a better feel for it. Let me
2: say this. We have some work to do before we do that.
3: Yeah, we're not really to the point of discussing that. We're headed in the
2: right direction, I believe. But we have some
1: work to do. Not quite there yet, is what you're saying. That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) Got to get
3: the fourth place first. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a
1: lineup uh, to give out. We will do that, a little head-to-head action as well, Chris. The couch versus blooper, that is coming up. First, though, it's another baseball night in San Diego. All-fan giveaway this Saturday when the Padres take on the Rockies. All fans in attendance will receive a Padres-themed USB charger presented by T-Mobile. Get tickets today at Padres.com, and we'll be right back with more Padres Social Hour.
0: We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. Padres
1: and Red Sox opening a three-game series today on Labor Day. That's why Chris
3: Elo is celebrating with his noisemaker. Happy Labor Day. Huge yeah. And thanks to Day. Blooper for giving me a Nick Canepa birthday <laughs> cap that was made for like a 6-year-old. Yeah. Well, Thank you, Blooper. <laughs> the screenshot of I just, that hat out is I just I just want you to <laughs> know. I want you to know how
2: good you look. Really? Yeah, real
3: well, nice. Well, it doesn't take much to improve. Kind of so took away from your haircut. You you, you know? Chris has <laughs> just
1: mentioned the Red Sox beat up on the A's for two days, scored like 29 runs or something, and then got shut out one nothing yesterday despite a near no, no hitter. So I don't know what team is uh, coming into town well, today. Well, the team that, that scored 18 runs good. on Friday night might show up today. You know what I really
2: don't like to do either? Is I come in here, and I, he probably did the news last night, did every highlight for Major League Baseball. And he's sitting here just you know, just flipping them off like this. And, I don't know about you, that but I wasn't true. sitting there watching every highlight. Uh, and I had to cut them all up, you know, video and everything. Like I saw the highlights. We're
1: I always watch the highlights every all night. Right. <laughs> let's uh, let's take a look at the lineup that will be facing the Boston Red Sox and, and Drew Pomerantz today. The starting lineup is brought to you by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. I uh, got Travis Jankowski in the leadoff spot, despite a lefty on the mound. So a bit of a change up there from Andy Green, Luis Sardinias, Will Myers, Yonervis Solarte had the homer yesterday, Derek Norris. Another lefty there, Alex Dickerson, Adam Rosales, Oswaldo Arcia, and Edwin Jackson. All right, that brings us to our Supercuts head to head challenge. And I had a tough choice between the couch yesterday, Chris Elmo picking Christian Friedrich, and Blooper, who took Oswaldo Arcia, who went, I think, 0 for 3 with a walk, didn't do anything. But Christian Friedrich, 4 and a third, didn't qualify for the win. And I had to say, if you have to pitch five innings to qualify for a win, you have to pitch five innings as a starter to qualify for a win for the couch. So the walk gets it. <laughs> give it to Blooper. Yeah. He takes uh, a little more of a lead. Now up 12. It was a tough call. I got beat by a walk. You got beat by a walk. That's how bad you my selection was. You didn't qualify That's for how the win. bad so. my selection <laughs> I, was.
3: That all do. Blooper's guy had to do is get a walk. Well, pick better this time because yeah, you got be the a, first pick. You at least, watched so. it, man. Come on. Who are you going with? I, I'm, Well, look, I was critical of Andy Green earlier this week when he started an all-righty lineup against Rich Hill. I like the fact that there's some lefties in the lineup today. So one of those lefties is going to come through, and that's going to be Dickerson. Alex Dickerson Ooh, is the couch's pick. Blooper. Man.
1: Jankowski. All right, both lefties. Oh, both lefties. With lefties. Yep. Wow, interesting. And and
3: And I think it's going to come down to whoever draws more walks will win. He could. Well, it, you, it you, could are, very well that. you are. You're bitter. Oh, oh, yeah, the the, the couch about. has been getting the short end of the you stick what, all I, year long. I, man. Feel, I feel sorry Dickerson for all year The
1: fans
2: today at Del Mar don't have a chance you <laughs> you.
1: Head to head challenge brought to you by Supercuts. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail. The cut, the lines, the hot towel finish so you can feel sharp clean, and ready to go. Find a Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. We're getting close to Padres baseball. Stick around. A little more social
0: hour next. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour.
1: It is a gorgeous day for baseball in America's finest yep. city. It really is Duh. nice. Oh have only been like Perfect. this for
2: six months. Yeah, well, have you not noticed? On, even better today. <laughs> come on. Because, <laughs>
1: you know, most people off work. It's Labor Day. Chris is celebrating. Some, happy Labor Day. Yeah, ask the players how Atlanta was All for right. a three-game 141st pitch, Edwin Jackson against Drew Pomerantz. A couple more tweets in here using the hashtag PadresSH. We were talking about Red Sox fans being obnoxious. Jellyman, uh, you guys didn't even mention the most obnoxious Boston fans, Patriot fans. Poo, Patriot yeah. fans. Well, we don't oh, hang the, around. The hey, blooper fans. No, sorry, Jolly. Get men. a good shot of AFC. that. Look at tell all my me what I, Tell people. everybody what I think Dolphins, about Patriot fans Bills. right there. It's something we can agree on, Chris. No, but yeah. no one's representing the Jets in here
3: today. No Jets references.
1: No. Right. Just try to get along, you guys. And then uh, Ed tweeted <laughs> in. <laughs> crank, cranky Ed <laughs> tweeted in. Happy <laughs> birthday to Nick Canepa, My inspiration to be cranky. Ed. a boy, Ed. Bowing to greatness. I kind like of feel Chris takes some inspiration from from nick, nick as well. i have for many years absolutely absolutely all right uh last thoughts on the red sox coming to town in today's matchup
2: edwin jackson please hit good spots pitch today don't throw <laughs> otherwise it's going to be double it's figures it's going to get noisy wear hard hats
3: my thought is my thought is what i said earlier let's take two out of three beat the rockies later in the week you got to get out of last place I mean that's that's what I want this week and during during this homestand out oh. of last place. For Chris Zello, Randy Jones, I'm Ben
1: Higgins, Danny Halburn, Bill Center, Jordan Carruth will be here tomorrow at five thirty. Until then, enjoy the game. This has been Padres Social Hour.